Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I know us from UE, we really wanted a place that we can distribute our podcasts everywhere. And this is what we're doing. So if you always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. It's your man Jones. I'm JQ, and Uneducated Experts presents Three in the Key. Yo, I'm pumped. This is the first episode of Three in the Key, where we talk everything basketball. How you feeling, Jones? Yo, I'm really excited, man. I'm really excited. They wanted to do this last year, but your boy had to go to Syria for six months. So I'm really excited to finally bring the people what they want. Absolutely, man. One thing I love about basketball is, man, it's so... It's so out there, man. It's there. We get it, what, four or five times a week, maybe more. Um, it's polarizing. We have huge figures like LeBron James, Kevin Durant. We got James Harden going off right now. We got Steph Curry. I mean, there's just so much to talk about when it comes to the game of basketball. And this week, I'm excited that we can talk about the All-Star game, the MVP race, if there is even a race. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we got somewhat stuff to talk about, so let's get into it. Let's, let's go. Do it. Let's, let's, do it. let's start it hot, man. Let's go straight into the All Star votes. Right now, we uh, we just got the the list of the starting five for both the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. What do you think? Let's break down the West. So in the West, obviously, you guys know LBJ is the captain. Uh, you got Steph Curry and James Harden at the guard, and you got KD and Paul George at the other two forwards next to LeBron James. And I don't know. Like I don't know. I. I want to say they got it correct, but then you're telling me that Anthony Davis shouldn't be a starter right now. And I don't know right. if it has to do with his injury, but that dude has been a monster all season. Right, right. I think that has to do more with their record than anything because um, he does have the talent there in New Orleans now. And I think, and he kind of ha- ended this with a little injury. So I think, you know. Because of those things, he wasn't able to get over the hump with the votes. Because um, he was recognized by his peers and the media. I just think because of those votes, he wasn't able to get over the hump. I'm actually happy, though, because that, that means that Paul George, he got to get in. And he deserves it. He's playing two-way basketball at a super high level. Um, Westbrook was out for a lot of games to start the year, and he was able to hold a, that team afloat and beat a lot of good teams. And right now they're sitting pretty and at a higher seed. So, you know, if we're basing it on a few different variables, then, yeah, Paul George should get the nod over AD this year. 
Is Paul George a better player? Absolutely not. But as of right now, this year, who has a better year? It's got to be Paul George. I'm actually, I'm actually, um, uh, I, f- I find it interesting. I guess that's really, I'm, I guess I'm shocked. You know, I'm pretty sure Paul George was a all-star in the East as a shooting guard, but he comes in as a forward in the front court in the West. Um, now, I haven't watched a lot of Thunder games, but I, I figured the starting five was Roberson at the small forward with Paul George and uh, Westbrook at the guard. But I could be wrong. It could be it's a positionless league now, so maybe they just took the best players that's been playing the best no, ball at the time. He, he he's listed as a small forward forward uh, now. Uh, the right. the shooting guard the starting shooting guard there is uh, Ferguson. As I said, I haven't seen a lot of OKC games. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense that he was listed as a forward because I'm pretty sure he made it in as a forward when uh, with in, with his time with the Pacers last year. I don't know if you remember last year he wasn't even actually voted in. So this guy, we're talking about a guy who wasn't even voted in in the reserves last year, and went from not voted into the reserves to an All Star vote <laughs> votee. You know, if it wasn't for Demarcus Cousins' injury, Paul George wouldn't have played last year in the game. That's crazy to me. That is a. Uh... Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting to go from yeah not even being voted in as a reserve, which is your peers and the coaches, to uh, being a starter now. It's a lot of lot of talent in the West. We all know that. It's a lot of talent in the NBA. Period. And to right. go from uh, not even being in the reserves without an injury to being a starter is pretty unique. And he's having a killer season. He really is. I ain't got. I mean, what I don't a fun story, to man. know that Paul George. What's up? What a fun story. He is a fun yeah. story. Dude, people left him for dead. I mean, he let's break it down. after that injury. Yeah, let's break it down. You know, this kid from a small school out of Fresno, Fresno State. Shout out my my you know my school, uh, <laughs> my alma mater. So you know, this guy goes and gets drafted eleven uh, or thirteenth in the in the twenty ten draft. Um, he goes to the Pacers, has a mediocre first year, and absolutely explodes in the second and third year. Um, and you think this guy is going to be an MVP candidate after his playoff series against LeBron James and where the Pacers almost had the huge, the biggest upset against the Miami Heat. And then, um, you know, you're, I'm, I'm sitting at home watching USA Basketball one day and um, and Paul George has the gnarly incident where he breaks his leg. And, I'm, and, and it was me and my wife and we were in the living room and I'm like, babe, look at this. This is insane. And she's just like, wow, this is crazy. And I'm, I'm heartbroken for this guy. First of all, you know, I'm proud to say, you know, I went to school with Paul George. You know, I got to see him play basketball in the gym. You know, I got to see him do some of the dunks that we saw on YouTube. I got to see those in person. You know, like that's tight. You know, I take pride in saying, you know, PG-13 is that dude that I know. You know, I don't know him well, but, you know, I got to see him at school and we got to play a little basketball together, you know, one game, two games, something like that. But he was always in the gym. He was the nicest dude. So it, it broke my heart when I saw him get hurt. And then to see him get get traded to OKC, I was like, all right, you know, he gets to play with another superstar. That's tight. And I honestly didn't think he was going to stay in OKC. I was talking to his teammate, um, who's one of my friends, and I was like, man, what do you think he's going to do? And he was unsure. He's like, you know... Paul George is from L.A. He wants to go back to Cali. So something must have happened. And his relationship with with Westbrook must have been just amazing because he really I, everybody really thought he was going to L.A. You know, family was really dominating that conversation. So the fact that he stayed with OKC 
and the fact that he led them to a solid record without Russell Westbrook. And now, really, if you think about it, that's his team. You know, a lot of people might say it's Westbrook's, but I truly think it's Paul George's team now. He leads oh. the defense. I do. Hey, man, I'm sorry, dude. I do think it's Paul George's team. He leads that team in, with the defense. He's 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 the guy who makes the shots. He has the efficiency. You know, he's vocal. He's a vocal leader. You know, I th- I think that's what Westbrook needed. Westbrook is Westbrook never thrived as a top dog. Did he have the stats? Absolutely, but he was never the top dog. He has never been able to lead that team. And I think right now we're, what we're seeing is that there's a leader on that team, and mixed with Russell's talent, we're seeing we're seeing what's what's going on now. But you started all this by saying that's your boy. You went to Fresno State with him. So you're saying I have a bias? You just a little bit. Just a little bit. Would you say? You know, would you say you don't? You know, I have a bias, but I'm also willing to say if he's not, you know, like I think he truly is. Last year he wasn't. This year, I think he is. I think I think his. I think we're seeing it. I don't know how much you like. You said you haven't really watched a lot of OKC. I've gotten to see a lot of games. You know, I have a brother-in-law who's from OKC or not from OKC, but he lived in o- uh, in Norman, and uh, which is like 35 minutes away. They have season tickets. Like we talk all the time about this kind of stuff. You know, I got to watch a lot of OKC ball. So I I do feel like Paul George is the leader of that team now. I did watch the Lakers and Lonzo Ball without LeBron James beat them in overtime, but that's neither here nor there. Um, no, but no, I'm just giving you a little a little heckle because he's from your no, I get hometown, that. went to your college, but you did say he had an average first yeah. season and then he wasn't an all star last year, so you 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 give it you, you tell it how I it was is. a. And you know what's funny is I was a, I was actually hating on him. I was like, man, this dude has regressed tremendously. Well, he actually thought, did, but you know, it was the injury. I thought he too, was on like, his way out. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was on and, his way uh, out, but he was a he was a year and a half removed from that injury, though. I just thought he was done. I thought he we had saw peak George. So to see this guy go from you know that dude to you know it, honestly, you know, yeah, he's not going to get it, but really, you know, top top seven MVP candidate. You know, depends on where you have him. Well, hard to argue that, and we'll get into our MVP uh, rankings yeah. later in the show. Uh, but no, like I said, you call it how it is. You said Paul George is having a phenomenal season. Is he better than AD? You said absolutely not. But with the way he's playing and the way the Thunder are playing as a team, he's rightfully more deserving than AD as a, as far as it comes to uh, a starter in the All-Star game. Uh, so that's yeah. the West. I mean, I don't argue. It's hard to argue. You so can't got- argue Harden. You just can't. KD Curry, right. LBJ, like what? What did you really expect was going to happen out of the well, West this year? You definitely can't argue argue Harden. I mean, <laughs> you know, with what he's doing right now, I couldn't argue. I'm not even a Harden guy. That's not his not my style of basketball. I can't argue it. You know? I told you this, and I'm going to tell the world this now. Watching Harden play basketball gives me diarrhea, and I mean that. Yeah. I mean that a hundred percent. It is. It's not it's a beautiful brand to basketball. watch. It's not a beautiful branded boss basketball. He has moments where it's like that's tight, you know, that's pretty cool to watch when his step backs, his sidesteps. Uh, but you know, I don't, I don't want to watch him go to the line on some ticky tack fouls every time. Does he get fouled a lot? Sure. Does he create and initiate the fouls a lot? Absolutely. And I feel like the refs allow him to do that in the regular season. When it comes to playoffs, that doesn't happen. He doesn't get all Thank these you. calls, and that's <laughs> look, my issue. Uh, <laughs> um. No, look, this man has mastered the game. Like, very much, and I know we're trying to keep, we ain't going to talk much about NFL, but he's mastered the game as far, I mean, just like Russell Wilson has mastered the game, to where Mm -hmm. he puts the referees in a position to make a call. Does he always get the call? No. 
But you tell me right now, one-on-one, Doug Baldwin and a cornerback, Russell Wilson ain't going to throw that ball up because most likely he's going to catch it or it's going to be pass interference. James Harden has mastered this this three-step sidestep three-pointer to where he'll make it, or if he doesn't, you're going to foul him because you're going to get in his line of of shooting motion. And it gets caught all the time now. So hate it, yes, but respect it, I also do, because this dude has put the referees in positions to where – they got to make these calls, and he gets them most of the time. He doesn't get them all the time. And, yeah, he's on a historical run. Got to give him credit where it is. But it does make my stomach hurt watching it. Yeah. So, you know, going back to the, the West Five, we've got LBJ, Curry, Harden, PG-13, and KD. Uh, KD is another one where a lot of people had questions like, why is KD there? KD's honestly had a really good year. If you look at his numbers, the team is winning. Um, I mean, they're number one in the league. Right, or not in the league. They're number one in the West. I think they might be tied for the number one in the league with uh, the Bucks. But they're number one in the West, and they're only getting better. And uh, he's putting up great numbers. So to only have two guys in the starting lineup is actually rare because usually they have, what, three. So, yeah, KD. Uh, let's go into the what? reserves. We don't know who is going to be on the reserves. So this is just going to be absolute opinion based on – numbers based on how we feel about the the western conference uh here's some things that we have to make sure that we follow the guidelines um two guards three front court players and then two wild cards which can be anything all right so i'm gonna let you go first with your first one who is your first player that you're putting on the reserves i mean i'm i'm almost I can guarantee we got five, if not six, out of the seven. But obviously, we'll start with West, with Westbrook teaming up with I Paul George. Him, I have him number one. I have him number one on my reserves. Good job. Yeah, he was a no-brainer. West, oh, Westbrook, easy. Okay, easy. number two. <laughs> number Anthony two, Davis. second guard. Second. Oh, let's go second guard. guard. Se- second guard. Damian Lillard. Oh boy, dude, are you serious? One Westbrook, two Dame. I think Damian Lillard's having a fantastic year. I'm actually super impressed with Damian Lillard this year. He is he is a leader. He's he's honestly one of my favorite guards right now in the league. If you told me Jay, you could get three point guards and you, you without saying Curry, I would probably put Damian Lillard in my top three right now. Absolutely, he makes the shots. He makes his teammates better. Honestly, he doesn't have a great team outside of him, uh, C.J. McCollum and Nurkic. It's not really that dope of a team. Yet here they are sitting top four in the uh, in the con- uh, in the conference, and mainly because of him. It is mainly because of him. Obviously, they, people are going to point to his as um, his playoffs last year. They got swept, not even just beat. They got swept in the first round by the Pelicans. Uh, but hey, that, that, that has nothing to do with All Star Dame Lillard. Definitely All Star worthy. Um, he's not going. He, I doubt he would ever get voted in as a starter. Curry, Harden, Westbrook. Hey, it's tough in the West, but he's definitely deserving as a reserve spot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so let's go into the next three. Uh, give me three front court players. Anthony Davis. I got him number three. Yeah, or number one on the, my front court. I think yeah, number one Davis. on the front court. Yeah, he's a no-brainer. We we could argue AD as a starting five, so of course he's the first nod. What about your second front court? So it got a little tricky. It got a little tough, um, but I I had to go with Carl Anthony Towns. You put Carl bef- ahead of Jokic. Uh, well, I have Jokic, but I guess I yeah I have Towns written down first. Um, since so, Jimmy Butler okay. left. Okay. 
Well, I'm saying since Jimmy Butler left, went to Philly, um, Carlton Towns has showed up and showed out. I mean, this dude is a monster. The dude can the, drop some 30 games and he, 10. Some games he's been awful, though, man. Like when they Tell played me, 76ers, he absolutely no-showed, and that was embarrassing. Yeah, well, it really was embarrassing. Kind of showed uh, Jimmy Butler's uh, proof to what he said he did in the uh, in the practice facility, but... Uh, outside of Harden this year, tell me what player has not had a dud of a game or a couple duds. It happens, but Carl the Towns is definitely deserving of a reserve spot as a as a front man. I mean, in the front court in the West. A lot of players, a lot of players. Um, all right, so I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So uh, actually, I have Jokic ahead of Cat. I think Jokic is on a better team. I think Jokic is putting up more efficient numbers. I think Jokic is more important. Uh, and then the third player I have is Carl Anthony Towns. So it looks like we have the same three front court. We do. Right? No, we do. I, uh, I just Towns came to my head first, then I wrote Jokic down after that. But yeah, we have the same. We have the same two guards, three forwards. Okay, so let's get into the two wild card spots. Uh, I'll go first this time. I'm gonna say this is gonna be fun. Ooh, this is tough. I'm gonna say. <laughs> Lamarcus Aldridge, Lamar. I, I, it's because it's, it's tough for me. I'm gonna say Lamarcus Aldridge and Tobias Harris. Oh my. Okay. See, I got. You... I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I had to go Tobias Harris because he's. I love. First of all, I love Tobias Harris. I want him to be a king next year. I think he's having an excellent year. I think that Clippers team is awful without him. I think he provides so much. He can be a three. He can be a four. He can provide spacing. He can get to the rack. He rebounds at a high level. He does it all. He plays good defense. Tobias Harris is having a very underrated year. So I chose. You just described Minister plays good defense. You just described 50% of the NBA. Oh, good energy, can score, gets to the hole, plays hard. That's not true. It's about 50% of the NBA. No, I'm not going to knock Tobias Harris. But it's funny. We only have one reserve the same because I got two guards. I got Clay Thompson, number one team in the West. They're going to they're, they're make him a starter. He was a starter last year. He'll be a starter this year. And I got Luka Doncic. That's right. Shout out to the Mavericks. My boy Luke is going to get in the play uh, in the All-Star game. Can I ask you a question? Do you truly feel that Luka Doncic is going to be in the, the in the running for this? Do you truly believe that the play, uh, the coaches are going to say Luka Doncic over LaMarcus Aldridge, over Drew Holiday, over DeMar DeRozan, over Tobias Harris? Do you truly feel you, that way? Do I truly feel he could be an all-star? Yes, I truly not, feel not, he not, could no, no. be an all-star. Listen, do you feel that he's played better and led to more win shares than the other three, the other four players? Is he more deserving well, than a Drew Holiday, who's playing two-way basketball? Or Lamar- LaMarcus Aldridge, who's really playing with a depleted Spurs, but yet they continue to still win because mainly because he's showing out and still being LaMarcus Aldridge. The with depleted this, what, Spurs? They, have they not lost two of their guards for a majority of the year? Okay. Did they not lose their small forward? And I'm not talking about uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard. I'm talking about uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle uh, what's his name? Kyle Murray. Anderson? Anderson, who Kyle I don't really <laughs> like, but you know they lost him. Yeah, they replaced uh, Kawhi Leonard with with uh, Demar Derozan, but that's not the same. They did a lot. A lot has happened to the Spurs, and they continue to win. And a big part of that is because of Lamarcus Aldridge. 
Okay, so I'm looking at the standards right now. You got you got. Right, I, I know this plays. It does play a factor. So you got Spurs, Clippers tied for seventh and eighth, and four games behind are the Mavericks. Um, yes, no, yes. I'm putting Luke in. I'm putting Luke in over Tobias Harris. I'm putting Luke in over LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus all, Aldridge we, is averaging twenty eight and two. That is, he's averaging really good numbers. What is what is the two blocks? Two point five assists. If I look at his blocks. His blocks oh, right you, now are 1.2. So he's averaging, I mean, he's doing well, man. And he's shooting He's shooting the highest, uh, second highest he's ever shot in free throw percentage at 83%. Okay. My boy Luke is dropping year. 30, flirting with triple doubles. He's hitting step backs. He has highlights. Don't, I, I told him ESPN, don't say I he's don't see 30. Aldridge. Don't say he's dropping 30. He dropped 30 once. LaMarcus Aldridge dropped 50 plus. When I turn on ESPN, I don't see Lamarcus Aldridge. I see Luka Doncic. That's not shocking. So you're gonna. So is that how you're gonna do this one? What you see on ESPN, really? They're is this loved. not fan? Is this is this not what the people want? Is this not a popularity contest? You don't think that not, somebody's not this uh, part? Owners? No, not this part. Not this. You not this part of the 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 process. No, I understand. This part of the process. This part of the process is based on coaching. What are the coaches? I get that. I get that. You don't think some of them coaches don't watch ESPN? They don't coach anything paying attention to what the Spurs are doing. Yeah, oh, you're tripping. You don't think they're paying attention to what Popovich is doing? Come on, man. Nah, Come on. Well, I really don't. Hey. Well, hey, look, that's the West. So just to reiterate, I have Westbrook and Damian Lillard as my two guards in. I have AD, Jokic, and Kat as my three. I have, uh, who did I say? I have uh, Tobias Harris and, and LaMarcus Aldridge. And LaMarcus Aldridge as my two wild card. Uh, I have two more after that. It would be Drew Holiday and DeMar DeRozan as the alternates. What about you? What was yours? Oh, I didn't throw two alternates in. I just gave you that seven. That's going to be the starters. It's okay. I mean, going to be the reserves. Bonus. Mine was a bonus. Go ahead and give me yours real quick. Um, Off the top of the dome, I, I, don't, I don't have anybody off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I don't. Okay, so who's your two front court? It was the same, right? Westbrook. Yeah, and we Dan. have we have we have all the same minus the reserve, uh, the uh, additional bonus players, whatever you want to call them. Okay. I had Luca okay. and Clay to your Tobias Harris and Aldridge. So you have Luca and Clay. Okay, to my. I'm to, confident okay, in Clay. Clay's going to be a starter. Yeah, uh, you know, thing. I I think he is going to get on there. Uh, I just don't. I don't think he had a good year. I think he had one of his worst years, and so I just can't put him in over a couple of these other guys who are balling. Another thing. I, the reason why I don't think Lamarcus Archer would get in, one, he got in last year. He was boring and a snooze fest to watch. However, oh, you're right. you're this year, we all know it's a guard-heavy league. It's a guard-led league this year. I mean, well, really, the last about five, almost ten years has been a guard-heavy league. And I just think right. I think, the, I think it's going to be two guards. That's all. Okay. All right. Well, that was the West. Let's take it to the East. The East is starting five. We got Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Freak. We got Kawhi Leonard. We got Joel Embiid. We got Kimba Walker and Kawhi, no, sorry, Kyrie Irving. Does any of those five stick out to you, or is this the easiest five? Honestly, this might be the easiest five voted in in a long time. Like, in a long time. When you think about the East, these five come to my name, uh, come to my head, um, Maybe, but they have slidden off Blake Griffin. But you tell me what four. Yeah. You tell me what four you taking off of there, because I'm not taking no. Embiid off. 
I can't take any forward off. Honestly, the three forwards, clear cut, no problem. No brainers, yes. Not one issue. No, no brainer. Uh, the two guards, Kyrie, all right. Kyrie is probably the best. He is the best guard in the East right now. The East doesn't have a ton of guards. Kimba Walker. Now, Kimba Walker, which is going to fall in under the guard position, which is the, you know, if we want to say shooting guard or guard or whatever you can say, because it's not technically a shooting guard, it's a guard. Kimba Walker, we had Victor Oladipo. Uh, we had uh, Bradley Bill, right? Those are the, we had three guards right there. Ben Simmons, those are the four guards. But I feel like Kimba uh, sets himself apart from them because one, Kimba has probably the worst team out of all those guards I just named. Two, his numbers are staggering. He's averaging a lot of points, um, assists, and he does the rebounds. And he's just a simple leader. He's winning games with less, so he's doing more with less. That's why I give him the nod. Uh, and I'm glad that you know I when I tweeted out a few days ago. Um, I tweeted that I thought uh, I thought Kimba Walker would be the starter, and sure enough, I hit all five of the East. So I'm really proud of that. Um, all right, so since you went first on the East last time, I'll do the honors and go first here, so you don't say I stole or I copied <laughs> you. Uh, my first guard, Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons did enough to earn even uh, a thought of being a starter. He didn't quite get it. I think what a lot of uh, voters and a lot of the media and players think about when they think about Simmons is that his inability to shoot and his uh, free throw percentage hinders him greatly. Uh, I think because of those things, he is not a starter. And um, I just think that's really his biggest issue. But despite that, he plays excellent defense. He has great court vision. And he can finish around the rim um, at a high rate. So I went ahead ahead and gave him the nod there. My second uh, guard is going to be Bradley Bill. I think Bradley Bill is extremely underrated. He does he does a lot. He doesn't play great defense, but he plays good enough defense. Uh, he can score the ball. He can open it up for his teammates. And he's playing really well uh, since John Wall's been out. Not saying that John Wall is the reason why. I think that whole system's terrible. I think they should fire the coach, and I think they need to start over. They don't have a lot of talent on that team. Uh, but those are my two guards. Who are your first two in? So I just want to talk about what you said a little bit real quick. This is the all-star game and you're talking about defense all-star game and you're talking about defense you think people want to see ben simmons out there refusing to shoot threes refusing to i mean he does what does he do besides facilitate and finish around the rim he doesn't do a whole lot he's not the reason why the why, why the 76ers he doesn't get the 76ers going he's not the reason why they are who they are he's not Right. So I don't have him as a starter. I don't have him as a I don't have him in the all star game at all. My two guards are Bradley Bill and okay. Zach Levine. Whoa. You really went out there. I he he's averaging twenty. Wow. Um yes, the Bulls are terrible. And I get it. I see you. People don't see us. We see each other. I see you rubbing your eyes. A lot of people are averaging twenty. Oh, I forgot you see. I forgot you see me. I don't even have that on. I totally forgot. Oh, you that can't that. see was, me. Oh my goodness. I didn't. I had my audio thing up. That's hilarious. <laughs> I totally didn't know you were watching because I was like, "How is he reading my mind?" I'm deaf. I'm like literally shaking my head right now. That's now I see you, Jones. But I, the whole time I did wasn't watching you. That's hilarious. That's really hilarious for those who are just listening to us. I can see this man rubbing his eyes because I said he averages twenty. Yes, I'm going with Zach Levine. Yo, like you said about the the guards in the West. I mean the East. There's not a lot of them, and this is a guard driven league. 
Zach Levine can fly two-time dunk champion. The people are going to want to see him. Yes, it, yes, the coaches vote the reserves in. But I think they're also going to try to get at least one from each team. Nobody wants to see Ben Simmons. I got Zach Levine, and we both agree with Bradley Beal. I think he's severely underrated. I, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I think Ben Simmons would be super fun to watch uh, because, remember, because it's just not the East versus the West anymore. I would love to see a Westbrook to Ben Simmons for the dunk or you know, or Ben Simmons playing with a Curry, or Ben Simmons playing with uh, you know a Jokic, a guy who knows how to pass. I I mean, honestly, there can be some really fun things going. Or to a Demar Derozan for the oop, you know, or someone vice versa for the oop to Ben Simmons. I it's mean, the All Star game. I think Ben Simmons it's is the All Star game. Everybody's gonna be throwing alley oops. Who do you want to see dunk, Levine or or Ben Simmons? I mean, Levine's not doing show dunks, so I'm going to go Ben Simmons. Who, who's the better player? It's Ben, ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is a better player, I mean, no doubt. The fact, that, the fact that you said Levine is mind-boggling to me because, one, that team is terrible. Two, yeah, he's putting up good stats, but they're empty stats, and I like Levine, but he's nowhere near. He doesn't play any D, absolutely zero D. He plays zero D. He's a stat stuffer on a terrible team. They can't win. Ben Simmons plays defense. Let me ask you a question. Since yeah. you're talking about, I like how you said stat stuffer. There was a there was a, a a white power forward by the name of Kevin Love in Minnesota stat stuffing on a losing squad. Did he not make an All Star game? Was he not back to back? Pretty sure like three time All Stars uh, All Star appearances before he moved over to uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm just telling you right now, there is zero way I would put money. I'd put a hundred dollars today that stated. Levine wouldn't get a nod over Ben Simmons. <laughs> hey. It's not happening. I threw a curveball. Let's go with Zach Levine. Give me your forwards, man. All right. Uh, first one is Blake Griffin. I think he's having a tremendous year on a very below average team. Uh, I think he is just phenomenal. I used to hate Blake Griffin. I think it was mostly <laughs> because he came in the same year as DeMarcus. Or he, his rookie year technically was the same year as DeMarcus Cousins, and DeMarcus had, was overshadowed because of Blake, and I was hating on it because Blake had a year of you know, hanging around a team and being able to gain uh, strength and be around fellow NBA players, kind of way, you know, Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons or whatever. Um, but I was a hater, man, and then I started to realize, like, this dude is – you know he's 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 first of all he's a funny guy. Uh, I watched some of his stand up. He's funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, he works hard at his game. You know he, he he's he's more than a dunker. He can rebound. He plays pretty good interior defense. Um, and he's tr- he's trying, man. He's trying to be a leader of that team. And it's I would I could barely imagine how it would feel to be a leader of the Detroit Pistons. Like this guy signed a max contract for the Clippers and gets traded to the freaking Pistons. He is stuck. If I mean, if there was, if that might be the most bleak situation in the league right now to go to because they have no bench. Stanley Johnson, man, holy crap. You know, I don't want to get into that team, but, like, that team is just wallowing. And he's kind of in – they're kind of in the same position that DeMarcus Cousins was when he was with the Kings. Too good to be, uh, to be a bad team, but not good enough to be a playoff team, so you end up not getting high picks. And that's where they're looking for right now. Uh, they're going to have to figure out a trade. If they're smart, they got to get rid of Andre Drummond. Andre, I like Andre, but he just doesn't he doesn't do it for me, man, in terms of winning. So, yeah. Those are my two. So that's my one. My second is Nikola Vujovic. Vucevic. 
Vucevic, man, Vuvu, dude, he is balling. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Vuvu is balling. He's balling, eh? <laughs> no, he's 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 playing really good basketball right now for Orlando. Biggest reason Orlando has 20 plus wins right now is because of Vucevic. He is doing it all. He's actually like a um. He's a poor man's Nikolai Jokic, really. If you look at their stats and how they play, he does a lot of similar stuff. He's just a little older, and uh, but he, and, and the stats are lesser, but he's doing well, man. I really appreciate his game as a big. I think he's doing solid. Uh, my third forward is going to have to be Siakam. Yak, 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 Siakam. And this is why. He's had a tremendous year. He's playing defense. He's scoring. He's rebounding. He's he's literally one of the biggest reasons why the Toronto Raptors are in the top three. I think they're second now in the East is him. Kawhi Leonard's missed a lot of games, and they're still winning. Kyle Lowry has missed a lot of games, and they're still winning. Who do you think that's because? Siakam. Van Fleet. Those guys. Those guys are balling, and... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give Siakam that nod. That's my biggest stretch so far. Wait, so Tobias Harris wasn't your biggest stretch in the West? No, this is bigger than that. Okay. Oh no, no doubt it is bigger than that. So, okay, yeah. When you say this is your biggest stretch, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I have two of your three. I got Blake. You already explained enough. I like Blake. He's one of my favorite players to watch, and he could have just rolled in on his ability to dunk on people. All the way to 20 years, but he's established a jump shot, three-point free throws. He's worked on his game every single year, and you got to give credit to that. Like He never settled, and he always is trying to get better. I got Vucevic. He's fun as hell to watch. He's three-point. He has it all. He's a complete package, just like you said, Jokic. I, I had to throw another forward out there. I got Andre Drummond. The man's a walking double-double. I, I, just, I got Drummond. Even though the Pistons aren't playing good, they're not in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I, I had to go with Drummond just because he's a walking double double. That's the only name that came to my head as far as a forward in the West, in the, uh, in the East. That's not already a starting. So, okay, so give me him again. So you have yeah. all right. Just like you said, uh, Blake Vucevic. We have the same two, okay. and you have okay Hachu man, and then I got Andre Drummond. Okay. Okay, you know I don't I don't think that's too far off. I don't think that's too far off. I like Drummond. He's averaging what fifteen and fourteen or something like that. Yeah. You know he's and I hated on him a second ago, but he's on my list of possibilities. I didn't give him the nod into the three front court or three reserve front court or the two alternatives, the alternates, um, or the two wild cards. Excuse me, but I did have him as an alternate. Um, I think he's having a good year uh, defensively. I'm. I'm a little upset with him. Uh, he he's getting showed out a lot. Um, he's not making enough winning plays. Uh, I don't think he's he doesn't show a lot of heart to me. Um, so that's like the biggest factor for me and why I don't think he should be voted in or why I don't think he's going to be voted in because I don't think the I think the players recognize that. I think the players aren't afraid of him. He's not even though he's this monster. No one's really a scared. No one's really a scared of afraid of him. So I didn't give him the nod. But I get that. <laughs> I don't think they're scared of him. No. Um, so my two uh, wild card players, I'm going to go with D'Angelo Russell. And let me tell you about D'Angelo Russell. This guy is a baller. 
when the Lakers traded Russell away, I was laughing all day. I was thinking to myself, man, they made they just made a huge mistake giving up this kid so soon. I watched this kid blow up the Kings one day, one day, and I was like, holy crap, this guy is talented. He was inconsistent, but I felt that was a part of the system. They didn't utilize him re- well. And when he went to the Nets, you're seeing him play extremely well. And I re- I'm really curious to see how he does without Dinwiddie there, because I thought Dinwiddie was going to steal some of his minutes and steal some of his shine, but he didn't. If anything, D. Russ played a lot better. He was starting to hit that three ball at a higher rate. Assists are at a higher rate. And he's only doing it off of about, what, 29 minutes a game. So those minutes are going to go up now. And so I'm really curious to see how he's going to finish off this year. Second one, I got to go with, this is a hard one for me, but I'm going to do it. Because they're the number one team in the East, and I don't think that's, I don't think they can do it without this player. I'm going to go with Chris Middleton and not Eric Bledsoe. You might have thought Eric Bledsoe, but I'm going to go Chris Middleton because Chris Middleton is key for them in terms of uh, spacing the floor. Uh, he plays excellent defense. He spaces the floor. He's averaging, what, 17 and 6 and 3, or 17, 6 and 2, something like that. Um, he's playing excellent basketball. I could see if some people leave him out. I can't because I think he's the second best player on that team. Uh, even though some would argue. Eric Bledsoe, I don't think Eric Bledsoe is a better player. I think Eric Bledsoe has the ball in his hands and makes and creates more, but I don't think he's a better player, so I go Chris Middleton. Okay, so I have D'Angelo Russell also. Um, I think that's I think that's a no-brainer. The shit in the seventh seed as a playoff, uh, a lot of it has to do with D-Russ. The man, the man is just big time. Um, you know, I was, uh, I, I was upset, but you saw it coming when Magic traded him to the Nets. You, you you just saw it coming. Like they had to create cap room. They took right. Brooke Lopez also. Um, no, no, right. we no, we got Brooke Lopez in the trade. Sorry, um, but you saw it coming because they yeah. were gonna get Lonzo Ball. Yeah, Mozgov. They took Mozgov. What's up? They took Mozgov in that trade. Yeah, they took Mozgov. Yeah, that contract hit. We got the one year Brooke Lopez. But yes, uh, but you saw it coming because they were they was for certain to draft Lonzo Ball, uh, and but. Yeah, I mean, he's a baller, man. The dude's big time. He's fun to watch. What's funny is they showed a meme real quick. I know we don't talk about memes much, but like they had a meme of right. when he was in L.A., California, he was all clean cut, no tattoos, and in two years over in, in Brooklyn, look what he is now. He has like tats <laughs> all over the place, has this has the little dreads, the rapper dread kind of haircut thing, and yeah, which is pretty funny. But he is big time. I, I love watching him play. He, he has no hesitation. He's not scared to shoot. He killed. He killed the Kings of the night, man. He, he, I was like, dude, this guy—he's a Kings killer, yeah, man. He killed us. I think he's a lock as one of the uh, as one of the reserves. I don't know about lock. I don't know if they're going to recognize him yet. I hope they do because the Nets are seven seed, exactly. bro. They they're haven't. In the you know picture right you know now. what's funny? Right. What's funny is that they haven't owned their draft pick in years. Exactly. And, and they're still there. Like that's so impressive that's to me. That's crazy. They're so impressive. That to is me. crazy. Absolutely. Co- Got to be one of the coaches of the year. Um, I can't think of his name right now. I'm going to have to look it up. Uh, but he's got to be a coach of the year candidate. He'd be a candidate, man. But I think I think it's hands down going to the Bucks coach as long as they remain number one or even top three in the East. But, yes, the Brooklyn Nets head coach is definitely a candidate also. And, again, 
I'm guard friendly. It's a guard friendly league. Ken, oh, I don't know. Kenny Atkinson, Spurs product. Kenny, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny yeah. At- yeah, Bootholzer, yeah, I think he he should be in the running for Coach of the Year. I think Dave Yager should be in the Coach of the Year candidate because he got the Kings to 25 wins, and they were expected to have 25 wins all year. I think that means that sh- those guys show me the most with less, you know. Uh, so Kenny Atkinson, uh, Dave Yager, you know, you got you got Bootholzer. You have um, – You know how this league works by now. So you, who's the Coach of the Year? Yeah, but – they're gonna go boot hoser, okay. boot hoser, but I think those guys need to get recognition as well for their ability to get these really bad teams because it shows. I mean, you have Antetokounmpo, right? You have Eric Bledsoe, you have Chris Middleton, you have a good you team. A squad. You should yes. be here, right? You should be here. Uh, that should happen. Yeah, you, I, so I agree that you should. You, Kings having twenty five wins shouldn't. You shouldn't yeah, you shouldn't. Okay, you were brought in. And you were able to get the best out of these core guys that other coaches couldn't do. Yes, right. that's that's great, but you were gifted a great team. They were there. Like right. you didn't bring nobody in. Right. You didn't draft the dude, and he's doing it. Like no. But yes, your boy, your boy in in, uh, in Sacramento. Well, I told you before the season started, I was a De'Aaron Fox fan. I got a I got a friend that just left the army named uh, Chase Oliver. I he was like, I don't know, man. We're not going to be very good this year. I was like, De'Aaron Fox is a beast, and yeah. you guys will uh, scare some people. And they have. And they have. Um, but nonetheless, yo, look, my, my last alternate, listen, it's guard-friendly league. Um, he's having a quietly good season. The team stinks, but it's a big-time market. I went with Tim Hardaway Jr. I, I just did. Tim Hardaway Jr., I just did. I threw okay. it out there. I like guards. Okay. I want to see guard play in the NBA. I don't want to see big man out there dribble twice and and pass it. <laughs> All right. Don't laugh at me. I see I like you. Tim Hardaway. Don't forget. I can see you. I see you I, laughing at me right now. Yeah. And when Tim Hardaway does it next I, episode, I'm just. Go- I ain't gonna say nothing. So inefficient. I'll put another hundred dollars. I'll put another hundred dollars. <laughs> Wait a minute. So bet hold me. On. I need. You got a hundred on. We're not. We're not. We're not for the record, we're not really making a bet, but you would put a hundred on. Right. Was it Luca or was it Levine? Levine. So you so Levine. Like you're just gonna hate on all my guards in the East. I bet you. Five, I, I, another bet. I bet you money. It doesn't <laughs> happen too. No, I bet you. I would bet money that Levine doesn't get it over Ben Simmons. I don't think Levine actually even makes the All Star team. To be honest with you, uh, uh, the only way he's getting an All Star appearance is if he goes and tries to dunk. <laughs> I knew again. you were gonna say that. Oh. I knew you were gonna say that. Uh, that's weird because I didn't even know I was going to say that. It came to my head. Uh, <laughs> secondly, I would bet money that Tim Hardaway Jr. doesn't make this unless team three at all. <laughs> and he, No, unless it's an inefficient contest because that's the only way he's missing. <laughs> it's, it's like, let's see how many bricks you can throw up because that's the only way he's going to do it. Like the Kobe, like the Kobe Award or something. No, you know what I'm saying? If it's going to be a Kobe Award, we'll give it to James Harden. Don't even start me with that mess, all right? Don't even start. I'm not even going to get into that conversation because that's a great conversation to have, and I and I, we're going to need more time to talk about that's that an episode. So by I'm going to save the. As we're going to, you know what, episode two, Kobe versus Harden, and I know you hate it, but man, it has to be done. Okay, so that was awesome. That was fun. We went over everybody we had in the East. Uh, I had Ben Simmons as my first guard. I had who do I have my second guard? I left my paper. Bradley uh, Bill. I had, Bradley Bill, I had Blake Griffin, I had Nikolai Vucevic, 
and I had Paul Siak it was not Paul Siak uh, Siakam. So I had Siakam, and my two wild card was uh, D'Angelo Russell, Chris Middleton, and Chris. I Middleton. got you. I got you, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate. It. I, lo- I switched the page on my notes. And who was yours? <laughs> so, you can, so you can laugh at me again. I got uh yes. I got Bradley Bill and Zach Levine. Go ahead and get a chuckle out. Right. Uh, Boosted. I got Bradley Bill. That's cool. Boosted Blake Griffin, like you do. But I have uh, Andre Drummond. Just. I have as, as an alternate. Yep. And then uh, D Russ, like you, but I got Tim Hardaway because I, I just like the guard. I want guard play in the All Star game. Fast pace, up and down, guard play. Right. Okay. All right. So this last segment we're going to do today is going to be it's an important one uh maybe it's not even a conversation to be had but i'm going to give a shout out to this dude on twitter goes by go nicks tape that's g-o nicks tape uh he brought up this question he said he said what's the mvp race look like and his mvp race as of today i'm glad he put as of today was james harden as one steph curry as two Giannis Antetokounmpo is three, Paul George is four, and Nikolai Jokic as five. And he put thoughts, and he posted a picture of them. And I responded to this guy. I said, first of all, Curry ain't two. It's the freak. And I put Joel over Jokic. Okay? His argument was Nuggets are second in the West dealing with a lot of injuries, and that's a big part of basketball, a big part of uh, why Jokic is staying healthy and being a monster. All right, so we went back and forth there, and I and I destroyed him in my points of putting uh, in of putting who I put in over your, uh, MVP in your putting opinion, Joel. You destroyed him, but go ahead. No, nah, it's facts. <laughs> I mean, it's based on facts, really. Uh, Joel Embiid has better numbers, really across the board, and his team has uh, a better record. So yes, right as of today. It's fact that Joel Embiid should be above Jokic. Embiid, Embiid uh, and the Sixers have a better record than Jokic and the Nuggets. Yeah, isn't that crazy? They have thirty four. They have thirty four wins. That right? That is crazy. So crazy. I'm gonna look it up. Oh, I have it. I have it right here. Um, Embiid has thirty is thirty two and seventeen, and Nuggets are thirty and something else. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, so here are my top five MVP candidates. Um. I have numbers to back up all of these candidates, by the way. So I have one, I have Harden. Uh, I'm reluctant to put Harden here because he plays absolutely zero defense. And I don't think he's an all-around better player than these other guys. And, I, and But I th- do think he's, he's important. And he's averaging 36.3 points, 8.3 boards, 6.6 rebounds, and 2.1 steals. The 2.1 steals can be uh, fool's gold because it could indicate it could th- make people think he's good at defense. No, he is playing passing lanes. He's that's he is paying passing lanes. Passing lanes. Uh, who, another person who had the highest uh, steals was Curry. Uh, second, I have is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Their team record is 35 and 12. He has 26.5 points, 12.6 boards, 5.9 assists, 1.4 blocks. Or I'm sorry, 1.4 steals and 1.3 blocks. That to me. Honestly, if I actually said who is my number one, I would put Giannis ahead of Harden. But I'm basing off of who I think is going to be voted MVP, and that's Harden over Giannis. But I truly think that it's the freak. Number three, I have Joel Embiid. He has a record of 32-17. and 17. He's averaging 27.2 points, 13.3 boards, 
3.5 assists, and two blocks a game. He is leading this team in every way that matters. When they, he is not, and dude, and another thing that about Embiid, he is tough. This guy is tough. He's been battling injuries for about two weeks. I don't know how many games I've seen on my fantasy team where it says uh, in doubt or might not play, and this dude comes out and plays. Game time decision. This dude is a monster. Game time decisions. You know, today he's actually not playing. Unfortunately, I need him today. But, you know, <laughs> this dude, you know, it's the first time, man. Usually this guy says game time decision and he ends up playing. But today he's not playing, sadly. But he's a big reason. And I bet you they lose, too, because they're playing the Nuggets, which is unfortunate. Um, yeah, so PG-13 is my fourth player. He's averaging 26.9 points, eight boards, four assists, 2.3 steals. That's really good. And the last one. The last one I have is Curry. He's averaging an extremely efficient 29.5 points, 5.5 assists, 5.2 rebounds, and 1.2 steals. Uh, the reason why I was hesitant, because he's actually missed 11 games. He's missed a lot of games this year. LeBron's at 14 games right now, and LeBron's stats are actually better. Um, so if I put, you know, I'm going to put at the fifth spot, I'm going to put Curry and LeBron over Jokic. So go ahead. You can see you can see my face right now. The, the I can. fact and I don't that want to. Curry missed those games, and what did the Warriors do without Curry? Uh, they they lost quite a bit actually. They did lose. They weren't first in the West. The West they lost quite a bit of games. People were questioning KD. Yep. Keep it going. Uh, keep it going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they weren't there was, ter- terrible. There was a rip but... in the in the locker room, rip, and in the game they are arguing with each other. Listen, Curry is the reason why that engine gets a churn, and that he is the reason why the Warriors are phenomenal. Everybody Absolutely, knows that. that he will always be in the yeah. discussion. And I like how you kind of like uh, downplayed his efficient twenty nine points a game. You was like, oh, he averages twenty nine points a game. Oh yeah, you're, I didn't but... mean to. By the way, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I, I thought, if anything, I thought I was putting more emphasis on. Oh, it. that's not that's not the way because I took it. His... But it doesn't matter. It's all good. Yeah, my fault. Yeah, no, that's my so fault. So if you have, if you have, if, if you JQ have Greek number one, why don't you just say it? I have Greek number one. Greek is the MVP. Why did, yeah, yeah, right that's now. a good point. I don't know. Huh? I don't know why I didn't say it. I guess I was I guess I was just thinking in the mind when I first did this, I was thinking in the mindset of what's actually gonna happen as rather than what I th- hope would happen. Um, which I don't know if that makes sense, but I was just trying to pr- maybe it's just me trying to be right because uh, I know Harden's gonna get it. I know the way the voters vote and so I put Harden there and so at the end I could say, well, I knew Harden was gonna get it. Uh, that, but honestly, that's how I think it's going to go. I think Harden's going to win it, sadly, because I don't think he truly deserves it. I don't um, know if Harden gets I think it. The I don't know if Harden gets it. I, I think he I, does, sadly. But he's my number two. I got, it's not even sadly. He's balling. I, mean, he's balling, I got Greek number one. Uh, you you caught it preseason in the in the Uneducated uh, Expert Sports uh, Sports Talk page on Facebook. Uh, I agree with you. I Obviously, did, yeah. I said Kyrie Irving because I didn't want to agree with you on every single category because you nailed a lot of them that I right. really couldn't argue with. But, yes, I got Greek number one, the number one in the league. Right. We all know the MVP goes to the best player on the best team 95% of the time. Westbrook won the triple-double. They were a six-seed. Harden was number one last yeah. year. He won it last year. Very rare. Right. Very rarely does a, a guy get it back-to-back. Yes, Curry recently done it, but before that it was LBJ. Then you got to go some years, Steve Nash. Then we're already in the 90s. You know what I'm talking about? People get so enamored with points, though. 
Like that is true. People get so in that is true. People get so enamored, and I think they're going to see this uh, this thirty point streak, and they're going to say that's just too that's just too much to overlook. And for me, I think that's selling the MVP title short I agree. because the MVP title is not just about being able to score at a high level; it's being able to lead a team despite their inefficiencies. It's being able to play defense, a two way ball. Um, this Giannis is playing two way ball at an extremely high level. Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to be first team All Defense. Fact. He's going to be. He should be first team All Pro. Probably. That's going to be close, but he he should, he should be. be. I agree with you. I, I, it's hard for me to argue with you when it comes to basketball because you have an in depth knowledge and you actually back it up with facts. You don't just speak what your heart says outside of Paul George. I'm just playing, but. I have Greek number one. I got James Harden number two because you're right. You can't ignore uh-huh. the points. Right. You can't, and, and like you said, you said doing the most with the least. James Harden, when Chris Paul went out, everybody kind of wrote them off for dead. Like, oh, they're not, they're not going to be the same as last year. They're not a threat. Now look at them. The streak I mean, they started. Got 28 wins. They're dropping dubs every game. They're beating the top teams too. They just beat Toronto the other night. So you try. So is this, he's your, he's your second. He's my second. Now, my number three is going to okay. probably make you scratch your head. I don't care. I have LeBron James. Jokic. And oh, I have LeBron. Oh, okay. I know. That's refreshing. Refreshing. Oh, okay. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad I could uh, give you a little refresher. But I have LeBron James because before his injury, they were number four. He was leading. He was leading the league in the MVP to me. I still had Greek. I had a number two. But since his injury... This went this this number four seeded Lakers team on Christmas Day is now outside the playoffs. If that doesn't show yeah. you the impact LeBron James have on a team, I don't know what else does. I really don't know what else does. Hundred percent right. um, agree. And and if he can come back and again, the West is so tight. It is so tight. We know a couple games won, couple games lost. You can go from ninth to fifth, from fifth back down to tenth. So if he can come back and get them. Five four seed, I know that's stretching it. Yeah, he could he could climb up right. there. Um, right. Number four, I have Curry. I have Steph Curry number four simply because of what okay. we just talked about. Eleven games gone, they struggle. They struggle, okay. and he comes back. Boogie's back. Number one team in the West. Everything's everything's just rolling now, and it's all started with Steph Curry coming back. But he will. I, I don't think he'll ever win the MVP again. People were very upset that he was the first unanimous MVP over the likes of Jordan and other greats that's in the past that's won the MVP. Uh, but he's definitely yeah. gonna. The biggest dif- the biggest difference with that is that they made uh, those the voting process uh, visible. You could see who you're voting for. So, uh, like people would hate on like there was one year where this this Knicks uh, reporter voted for Carmelo Anthony over LeBron James, and that was the only reason LeBron James wasn't unanimous. Yep. So when people yep. say unanimous, I don't I don't. I don't put a lot of stock in that because there's a lot of years that LeBron or Jordan or, you know, Shaq should have been unanimous MVP. 100% agree with so. all that. Again, hard to argue with you. And number five, I have PG-13. That's giving credit to what this man has done all season. Um, just phenomenal season. And, and I think even him at number five, you have him at number four, but him at number five is just giving credit. This league is deep. This league is deep and players are great and I think you cracked the top five, even if you don't win. If you're two through five, that just shows you had an amazing season. Yeah. I'm actually surprised you don't have Joel Embiid there. I think 
I mean, I think he should be at least in the mention. Was he even six on your list, or did you have Jokic ahead of him? I have Jokic ahead of Embiid. Um, wow, that's that's insane I, to me. I, I feel the West is tougher. I feel the you know they were sitting at number one. Yeah, they got embarrassed by the Warriors, and now they're sitting at number two. Because uh, this dude does everything. He does everything. Okay. Let's. I mean, so does Joel Embiid. His numbers show he does. He's only averaging a few less. Uh, a few less assistant uh, Jokic, but he's averaging darn near eight points more. Yeah. Uh, he's averaging three more rebounds a game. He's averaging a whole block and and so, almost a block and so a half. So you have the stats in front of you. I don't know if you have all the stats. Tell me how many shots Jokic gets a game versus Embiid a game. I don't have okay, that. Okay, stat. okay. Yeah, I won't try to call you out. I'm just saying, like we, but we know no, Embiid yeah. shoots a lot more than than Jokic just. Too. But that's but 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 that's even more impressive because. Jokic is on a team that's absolutely stacked. If someone set, tells me that they don't have a good team or he doesn't have talent, I will want to smack them because Gary Harris, Jamal Murray, I mean, they have an absolute – I mean, we can talk about Balik Beasley. I mean, they have a very good team, and, and that's without Isaiah Thomas. And the 76ers don't. And, you have Ben Simmons as a star, as, as an all-star, and they have Jimmy Okay, Butler. that's one player. That's one player. Jimmy Butler has been – first of all, Jimmy Butler wasn't there the entire year, and he's only played like nine games with them this year. He's there now. Remember, he exa- – but he's not playing. Like he's Today he's hurt. He's going to get checked out for his uh, his wrist. Like he's hurt. Let me look at some before I get embarrassed real real quick. Yeah. I mean, who do they have on the bit, uh, bench? Uh, Well, they got J.J. Redick. Who's okay? He's he's old. Oh, oh my! God. He's okay. Come on, he's okay. Man. He's like the. He's like, I wouldn't put. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put. I, first of all, I wouldn't put. I, I wouldn't put um, JJ Redick against Gary Harris or Jamal Murray. By the way, I would. Oh, mm, mm. God, it's so hard to argue with you when you say stuff like that. Jamal Murray, no, not at all. I don't know about Gary. Gary even Gary, Gary Harris is a monster. He's a monster. But for the 76ers, who was a better player for the 76ers? J.J. Redick or would it be Gary Harris? Because J.J. Redick stretches that ball to where Ben Simmons can do what Ben Simmons does and B can do what Embiid does. I mean, look at this team, man. They got Trey Lyles on the bench. Yeah, Malik true. Beasley, who's playing extremely nice. They got this guy, Juan Hernan Gomez, who's playing super good at the forward position for them. Paul Millsap. Mason Plumley, who, oh my goodness, he is playing absolute okay, okay. baller minutes for and, them off and the bench. He, and who's the best player on that team? It's, I mean, it's Jokic, okay, absolutely. And they're number two in the West. So, as we already know how the MVP goes, best player on the better team. I don't know if they finish number two is what I'm saying either. So okay. as of as of today, I don't think he's a better candidate for MVP. I don't think he does more. I think he has a lot of people who can alleviate some of that stress from him. Will Barton just came back and he's already balling out. Um, they got this dude Tory Craig who's playing good. I mean, they have an extremely good team here, man. I'm looking at I'm just like, geez, Louise, that's a good team. <laughs> Uh, I just think I just I for I mean I I see what Joel Embiid is doing and he's a baller and he's and he has heart he's he he will, he was gonna let you know what's going on okay I mean maybe Landry Shamet come on maybe T J McConnell maybe all right come on C J C J the little engine that could C J he, he plays hard he's exactly no, what they McConnell. need too and Ben Simmons goes to the bench but listen your same reason to keep Jokic off or keep Embiid ahead of Jokic is probably my reason for Jokic over Embiid. You say Nuggets won't finish second. I don't have the 76ers finishing fourth. 
You don't. You think they're gonna finish? I think worse they're gonna finish fourth? worse. You got other teams coming up. Yeah, the Pacers are gonna fall down. I don't even have the current standings in front of me. Give me one quick second because it's right here. We got Toronto, Milwaukee, one and two. Lock it up. Pacers gonna fall off, but Boston's gonna jump Philly. Boston's gonna jump Philly. Let's just call it right now. So then I'm counting you right now. Right now, Bucks is going to finish in the top two. Raptors was finishing the f- yeah, top okay, two. Okay, that's one and two. And then it's going to be either it's and it's going to be this. You know, I can't even say 76ers because the health is out there. So I'm going to say Boston's three, 76ers is four, and there's no way in the world that they finish worse than four. Well, there is a way in the world. It's called an injury to jo- us. Joel, a, a key player like Joel Embiid. Yeah, okay, I, I do see that. Well, they've already had it. They already have an injury to one key player, so and they're still winning. Who, Jimmy Butler? Yeah, he's a key you player. You just he's a said he defender. got there, played nine games. That a big factor. You just said that. No, I'm saying moving forward, he's going to be important. Okay. Well, if you can, yeah, moving forward, he's going to okay. be important. So yeah, they, I don't think moving forward, I don't think they're going to be in the top three without Jimmy so, Butler. If they have Jimmy Butler back soon, they're going to be a third seed. That's no, I got Boston number three at minimum. If not, Boston even isn't good Toronto. enough. Too many Boston without without making a tr- no. They're not. They have too many mouths to feed, and that's been that's been an issue all year. They figured it out. They're thirty and eighteen. They're literally a game and a half behind Philly. They're going to jump Philly. Obviously, they're going to jump Toronto. Oh, Sorry, Ola Depot. Sorry, Pacers. That, that what a great season, great story that was. But yeah, it's over for you guys. Yeah, you okay? You're right. Look at this. There's a big gap between five and six. And Pacers will fall out, leaving Philly at number four. Who will be a first round? No, no, they'll play a five seed. There'll be a second round uh, hey. uh, elimination again. Calling it right now to Toronto or Milwaukee. I mean, I'm just gonna call it right now. Shout out to Bradley Bill, by the way, 21 and 27, and they're two games out of uh, the AC. We're talking wow. top four, and you bring Bradley Bill back into this. I'm just, I was just looking. I was like, man, that's impressive. Yes, he's your you number look, I mean, eight in your MVP conversation. <laughs> no, heck no. He's not. He's not. Even, I'm just giving him props. Good props, because they're a terrible team. Wizards are awful. Oh, awful, me. yeah. Well, hey, that was a fun first show. Thank you everybody for listening. I know we always say this when we talk about our uh, uneducated experts podcast and we talk about football, but let's throw out our Twitter. You can find me at nicely done n one c e l y d u n n. Where can we find you at? Uneducated experts. U n ED experts on Twitter. Uh, we have a nice, fun Facebook page, Undergate Experts Sports Talk, or Instagram. And I took and yeah, I took over the Instagram account, so I'm gonna be running that, and that's the Uneducated Experts on Instagram. Simply just Google us. Uh, in the words of Mink, have a dope day. Deuces. <laughs>